when he shows you his covenant, you just follow. That's what he did with Minister Nancy. He said, go buy an Equinox when she wanted a Lexus. When she told me, I said, Nancy, that's not you. Equinox? She said, well, that's what the Lord said. So she obeyed and bought the Equinox. And I'll see her in it. I said, my God, she must think it's a Lexus. Because I was on 138. She goes, I said, my God, I didn't know the Equinox had that much pep. And she was zooming up and down. What did God do? God paid off a brand new car in one year. And then one day, she came to me and said, okay, God says, it's time for me to get my Lexus. I said, all right. I said, Delta is ready when you are. <laughs> he said, ah, but I want you to go with me to go get it. I said, okay. And then God spoke to her. He said, you will get your Lexus on the 26th of December. You see, you see how covenants work. So, I didn't know that. She came to me and said, you know, I'm off all of this, that particular week, which is this past, or this, this week. He said, I'm off, I'm off all this week. So, any day you can go, it's fine with me. Remember, I didn't know that God said she would get the car on the 26th. So finally, I looked at my schedule. We have to do, you know, when you're in ministry, every day is scheduled. Amen. Eh? I said, Nancy, today is the only day I can go. And even at that, that would be after I finish two or three weeks of TV. I said, find out, you know, when Lexus closes. And then she texted me back saying, oh, they close at 8 p.m. I said, good, I can make it. Then I finished TV by 7, and I got them to remove the makeup quick because I don't want to go out there looking <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Hallelujah. And she met me at the dealership. That is the fastest deal I've ever made. In one hour, we were gone. We bought the Lexus, paid for it, and left the place. Then I remembered. I said, did you say that God told you the day you would get the Lexus? She said, yes. I said, what day? She said, the 26th. I said, what's today's date? He said, the 26th. when I got excited that we hit it on all the numbers and when I blessed the car I hit her in the stomach I said there'll be a fire ignited
your stomach and you will pay off this car in one year. Look at that fire again. Glory to God. How many years would you remain at Resurrection House? And you keep hearing these testimonies. And they never come your way. It's because you're your own man. Have your own stuff going on for years. And you're just as broke, frustrated, sick. No breakthroughs. How are you going to tell somebody you're a resurrection agent when you are forfeiting your own breakthrough? You say, God is pleased. But... then why was not God well pleased? See, you see what I'm telling you? He says, because they were overthrown. You can only overthrow a king. Yeah. You see, you may have a president, and that's a coup, and they overthrow the government. But when you are overthrown personally, it's because you are sitting on a throne. Otherwise, you will not be overthrown. You don't know that your failure is that you were overthrown. And God is unhappy that you were overthrown. Yeah, he still loves you. He will still work with you. But he wants you to win. He wants you to act like the king you are. He's given us the tools to rule and reign. What do you do when you're trying to be a king and Satan is just, you know, laying licks on you and you're making your decrees and it looks like nothing is moving? I asked the Lord that this morning. And before I finish asking, he answered me with the scriptures. He said, Romans 8. He said, you are saved by hope. He said, things are clobbering you. Life is besieging you. You're making your decrees. You haven't seen anything. And the enemy is discouraging you. He said, but if you keep having an expectation that this thing will change, he said, you will be saved. You'll be delivered Amen. by hope. Because you have a confident expectation that what God said will happen. And you keep expecting it. 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 Until he saves you. Thank you for calling it up. He said, for we are saved or delivered. Not I am saved. We are saved. Watch. But hope that is seen. That's why you're paying it forward when you're shouting. He says, if you have seen it, then why hope for it? 
The reason they say confidently expect that this thing will happen is because you haven't seen it. He said, well, what a man see it. Why does he yet hope for? But look at verse 25. But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience. Okay. Watch. The enemy can attack you a thousand times in one spot. The reason is, he doesn't have the grace of patience. So he has to continue to come. But you, you can manifest the gift, the grace of patience. I'm going to wait you out. I'm going to keep believing God until you wear out attacking me. Hallelujah. He said, if I hope for that, I don't see. I do it with patience until I wear all the devils out. You wait for it. You expect it. That's what delivers you from the attacks of the enemy. Pounding on you. Attacking your mind. Trying to get you to Cave in. Okay. Romans 5, 17. You see it again. Romans 5, 17. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one. He said one man sinned and death came on all of us. You notice, you come into the earth already subject to it. Nobody's exempt. Much more. How long will it take for you to believe that just as Adam blessed you with death, that Jesus has blessed you with resurrection life? You need help to misunderstand it. The only thing missing is you using your faith to obtain what is yours. He says, much more. Meaning, this life is stronger than death. The amazing thing, beloved, is that the truths of God have been the same through the ages. The only thing that happened with Christ is that what was hidden is now revealed. Look at the same thing. God said if a man is wicked and doesn't serve him, that his sins are visited on the children for four generations. But when a man is righteous, he said his blessing, his righteousness is visited on his children for a thousand generations. You notice, sin is only four. Righteousness is a thousand. Even in the old covenant, they're telling you that what we receive now is greater. 
Sin is no greater. Righteousness is greater. For where sin abounds, much more. Watch. Much more they which receive abundance of grace. So what does that tell you? You have to go in the scriptures and hunt out all the ways grace is imparted to you. As always, I will help out your lazy self and show you in these 21 days all the avenues that grace is released. You said you need to keep collecting grace until you have an abundance. You need an abundance. You don't need to be poking on two cylinders when you're a V8. I've never gone backwards. I don't have any good old days. Every year is greater. I never look back. Watch. They which receive and shall do what? He says you are called to Don't you see? If that's not your mindset, you've been had. Yeah, you may be struggling and you have this issue and you have that issue. But your condition does not determine who God says you are. Your condition is subject to change. You use what God said to change what is. I'm smoking a joint now, but I'm a king. I'm going to reign over this river. I heard Josmiah said now, she will light a cigarette and go, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. One day I'm going to be free from this nicotine. Thank you, Lord, I'm free. She kept doing that until one day she gained strength and dropped it. She was teaching Bible study with cigarettes in her hands. I couldn't attend because cigarette makes me sick. Jesus said I am the truth and the life. Who will attend that such Bible study in their right mind? But when God wants to do something, says so you need two things: abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, and you will reign. At least for starters, you leave this service, regardless of what your condition is. You know that God has already decreed it. That you are reigning in this life. Before it's over with, you will reign. 
I couldn't get to Ephesians, but he told me to finish by taking you back to what he said in Revelations. And then we'll pick up next Sunday. Revelations 3.21. Remember, even though we didn't read the Ephesians one, but we have read it previous Sundays, telling you this is one of the hope of your calling. This is your expectation. You say you are delivered by hope. So when you learn the hope, you keep expecting it. You keep thanking God for it. You keep believing God for it. Until you possess it. But to him that overcometh. In other words, you've been given everything it takes. It's for you to use your faith to obtain it. He said, now if you're able to get it done, I will grant you to sit with me on my throne. Even as I also overcame. And I am set down with my father. He said, he that has an ear, let him hear. I celebrate with you. And I rejoice with you. Rome was not built in a day. But it was built. Every year you should get better. Every Sunday you should shout louder. Eh? Hallelujah. You have to continue to expect that thing. So you're going to be saved by it. Your hope. Your expectation. We're not going to be broke forever. We're coming out of this. That's our decree. Hallelujah. We go to a prosperous house. Huh? Huh? Honey, we should put 20,000 resurrection house in 24. We should put 100 grand. We're going to prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. Lift both hands. Hallelujah. What are you doing? You are celebrating your kingship before you see a manifestation. Hallelujah. 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 Watch. He said the second thing you're doing is you're surrendering to the king of kings. By raising both hands up to him. So you can reign. So you can reign. Hallelujah. Can you give me that song? Don't play it fast. I raise a hallelujah. Let's just give him a wave. I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah 
hallelujah. I raise a hallelujah. My word upon is a melody. My word is a melody. I raise a hallelujah. Heaven comes to fight for me. Isn't this an exciting news that regardless of what your present condition may be, regardless of what you're going through, that the word of God says your destiny is to reign, to reign, not to survive, not to manage, but to reign in this life. And he said, for that to happen, you need two things. One, abundance of grace. I'm yet to develop that part of that message for us to see in the word of God all the avenues to access more grace. You need abundance of it because you have so many issues, you have problems here, breaches here, wrong confessions here. You get, you're dealing with unforgiveness. You're dealing, hey, you need abundance of grace. And he says, then the gift of righteousness that the Lord Jesus so graciously provided by his blood, these two things will propel you to the heights of destiny, to the level of God's glory. I can sit here and thunder these things without fear of contradiction because I know where they brought me from. Excuse me, I remember years ago, there's a guy that used to be on television called Robert Tilton. And I heard him preach this word. 
My God, I ran and picked up my Bible. I said, is it in there? Hey, I was so broke, I didn't have to cry. <laughs> Somebody said I was so broke, I couldn't pay attention. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Eh? He said, I'm supposed to reign in life. All the problems against my mind. You know, you are from Africa. You're, you don't have any money. You, you don't even have money to go back to school. You the, yeah, 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 yeah. And Satan, Satan, Satan. And here comes this word. And pierce through the darkness. <laughs> I said, oh, you mean I was trying to survive these things. I'm praying and seeking God, trying to find out his way for me to come through this. And now they come and challenge me. Not only would you, <laughs> surviving is not the vision. Overcoming and reigning is what God is talking about. So I gathered up all my original view and threw them away. And started focusing on what he said. <laughs> and started focus. That's what I'm telling you you must do. You must focus on what he said. It doesn't matter what the circumstances. You focus on what he said. You focus on what he said. The power that created the heavens and the earth is in the word of God. And, and as you keep focusing on it, and the power kicks in. Woo! <laughs> you will see that what you have now internalized will begin to manifest out here. And then... One day, then God came to me and started teaching me tithing, sowing seeds. And this thing gradually, gradually kicked in, kicked in till today, till today, till today. Glory to God. You can make it. As I said in the message, even if you're struggling with smoking, reefer, whatever you're struggling with, he said, you will reign, you will reign, you will reign, you will reign. So even things I have not overcome, it's only a matter of time. <laughs> because I'll reign over everything. It's not you just reign one portion. No, you reign. A king has to reign all the way. Otherwise, they will bring him down because he has a lots and lots of enemies. Glory to God. Are you ready to reign? Put your testimony in right now. Even what this word is doing for you. P.O. Box 251, send us your testimony. We'll receive it. Call the prayer line. They'll agree with you in prayer. Put a seed in the ground. These are the three major ways you'll get to it. We'll add our faith to yours. We'll bring our grace to yours for elevation and for blessing. That's why God sent us here. We're not looking for any money. Hey, if you support the broadcast, it will be a blessing. But we're sowing seeds. We're sowing seeds and believing God. That men will start watching the voice of resurrection and be transformed by the power of the word of God. Amen and amen. I celebrate your victory today and believe that God had you watch this broadcast to connect with something greater than you, more powerful than you, more fiery than anything you're experiencing where you're going to church. Amen. God bless you. We love you. See you tomorrow.